Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hobbs and Horror. I'm Eric. I'm Milo. I'm still alive, <laughs> regardless <laughs> why, why are, why are Eric's you attempts still- <laughs> to murder me. <laughs> How did this happen? Oh yeah, so uh, it's been, what, a month? month and a half since we did the podcast with Bu- about Butt Boy? That... That would sounds about right to me, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's been a yeah. long time. So anybody who listened to that podcast the entire time, Eric was was giving me COVID at that time. He, <laughs> I think I've done a lot of thinking about it, and I do think that it was an attempted murder. I think that he was trying to get out of having to do having to watch more of my shitty ass movies, <laughs> but he failed, and so I'm back and I'm here and I'm even stronger than before. And the movies are going to be worse. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the, the movie we watched today is not worse. The movie I, we watched today was really good. It, I was either not not infected or uh, or had no symptoms. I was I survived. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to do just the opposite, and I'm going to show nothing but good movies from now yeah. on. And, and we all, I mean, we were all snuggled up on that couch yeah. together. I mean, it's a small couch. We were. I would say snuggling, pretty yes, much. We were snuggling, which is ironic because why did we've never snuggled on the couch no, during a movie no, before? No, never. <laughs> Just the one where you gave me COVID. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And the worst part about it is that Eric, when you got it, you had like you thought you had fucking allergies. When I got it, I was fucking down for a week. <laughs> but anyway. On yeah. to the on to the not trying to kill people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I've been revisiting some uh, some hidden gems, and in the process of doing so, there's some I'd like to show people. So yeah, I'm going to show good movies good. for a while. Before we get into the movie that we're doing today, Bad Milo. Yeah. Let's. So in between, since the last time we we did a podcast on Butt Boy, and now Gavin, you did some. You reached out to the director of Butt Boy. I did. And can you tell us and the listeners a little bit about what what came of that? Nothing. 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 Okay. No, <laughs> oh, shit. no I, re- I reached out and um and he sent a very nice response, um, very personal, thought thoughtful response. But no, he d- he didn't answer any of your burning questions. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, geez, that's that's sad because I I my biggest question for that movie was just. I want to know the extent of his power. Yeah, you know, and I do too. And and I'll tell you, I was, I was really annoyed because I thought, I bet you, you can get like the Blu-ray, and he's got an audio commentary track on, it and he's going to discuss some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, the movie does not exist on Blu-ray, DVD, really? anything. Yeah, huh. it'll have to remain a mystery for now. Yeah, I just want to know, like, what, like, like, because if. You know, we didn't talk about this on the podcast. We talked about it outside afterwards. I, we talked a little bit about some of our questions. Yeah. But the biggest question I have, I didn't think of until after we did the podcast last, last the last time. My biggest question is, he starts off with small things. He starts off with, like, shoes and, like, uh, I don't know, butt plug maybe or something. I don't remember. But then he moved. I don't think each, it's a bubble. I, it's, I, I don't a, remember. I think it's a scrabble piece. Scrabble or a piece. a sorry piece or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he, with each thing that he puts in his ass, his powers increase. So what is the extent of his 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 power? If he wouldn't have been stopped, would he have been able to swallow? Because it it's like a torn, like a 
suction. His asshole is actually kind of like a vortex that sucks things into it. So yeah. he could have just put up an entire house. Up That's his what ass. I'm wondering. Yeah. Like you know, like it, it stopped with hum- like full size human beings, but it could have gone. You know, like could it have gone further than that? I want to know. You know, yeah. these are the questions. And Does, I, if anybody knows this answer, reach out to us. Yeah. Well, the Let director is the one to ask, and yeah. apparently he doesn't want to answer. Yeah, the question, he didn't. So. He didn't respond to those questions specifically. We'll, we'll get him on the record. But yeah. on to what we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. which is but version 2.0 yeah and the movie is bad milo which i think gave butt boy a run for its money yeah i I would say they're on the same level i i i I, i'm a little reluctant to compare the two because i feel like the style of butt boy is much different than bad milo or bad milo is almost like a straight comedy right whereas the butt boy was as played was played out as a, a um, yeah, yeah, they're very different, but it, they'd make a really good double feature. Yeah, they would. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm I'm actually surprised at how because when I, as I was watching it, I thought the one thing maybe you two wouldn't like about it was they didn't do they weren't as heavy in the gore like like yeah. you said it was way more funny than it was horror. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, there was blood splattering it in, on walls and stuff at points in time, but but it was a much cleaner movie than and and i thought that would take away from what you guys thought about it Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you both seem to really like it yeah yeah do you want to explain to the listeners what it's about and then we'll go into yeah bad milo uh is a story of a man named duncan played by ken marino who is an accountant who's always stressed out um whether it's his job or his marriage or Whatever. I don't even know why his marriage stresses him out because his wife seems pretty laid back. Yeah. But, <laughs> but whatever. And the stress seems to give him terrible gut problems. As it turns out, the gut problems may not be stress-related or not entirely stress-related because he has a little monster that lives inside of his butt. And when it finally shows, it, it kind of... It's it's just explained that it's part of him. They they're like mentally linked, and when he is upset with somebody, Milo will go and make sure that they are punished for being bad. <clears throat> um, and we kind of see where that goes and how their relationship develops. Yeah, yeah. Is straight off the bat, I want to say the bathroom thing. The 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 fact that his they put his office in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. What is with these movies having weird like that we watched Frank and Hooker. Yeah. And and the, the, the pimp guy, his it was in the bathroom, his his office. Right? Yeah. The janitor wasn't a bathroom, but it was like a janitor closet say, where yeah, he yeah. lived. Yeah. And then there's this one where he's they they move his office into the bathroom. What is what is with movies doing that? I I, I don't know, but I definitely Saw some parallels with the janitor. Yeah. Even though, like, again, they're very different very, movies. Yeah. But just the whole, the office <laughs> setup and being somebody who works at the office is being shit on all the time and yeah. not appreciated. I was like, there's some parallels yeah. here. And even in uh, Office Space, they take his and put him in the basement. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of a weird thing I've noticed with some certain com- comedy movies that take place in an office. They always do that to people. 
Maybe that's it's part of something that happens in, in actual offices where yeah. they like move your yeah. desk around <laughs> and shit. I don't know. I had never really worked in an maybe, office before. Office. Maybe maybe the whole having an right. office in a bathroom is really common. Yeah. We just none of us have ever had a job where they put us in the bathroom. That's yeah. true. You know? That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened to me yet. So what are you guys' thoughts on this? I honestly thought first first of all, this is a great, great if you're not into horror movies, mm-hmm. I think this is a great baby step to get into horror movies because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't too horror movie-ish, no, it but it also too. had a lot of the vibes of if you're looking at getting into like, I want to explore this world of like comic horror, mm-hmm. I think that it's a great way to get started in it. Yeah, because it's real light on the horror. It leans into the comedy a lot yeah. more than, than the horror aspect of it. That's why, you know, I think... The first time I watched this movie, I think I was pretty hammered because a lot of the humor went over my head. And I think it was just because it was late at night and whatever. And I don't even think I finished it because the the ending was totally new to me watching it now. But I'm glad that we revisited it because there's a lot of really great scenes. Like still my favorite scene in this movie by far was probably one of the dumbest scenes. It's just a throwaway thing. But when the uh, what's that? actor's name that plays his boss patrick warburton yeah so when he when he walks away from him in the office and goes check out what i can do and he just starts <laughs> and, and there's like no reason for it at all and there's certain there's a couple scenes like that in this movie that yeah. really really made it for me because it's almost like it it feels like it's not like unscripted mm-hmm. like it just feels like this just something ridiculous to do that just makes the scene that much better. It doesn't have to make sense. It's just funny as hell. Yeah. I kind of wonder, based on the cast, mm-hmm. how much of the movie as a whole is unscripted. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like okay, in this scene, you got to get from here to here, yeah. mm-hmm. but how you do it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, uh, even uh, Peter Stormare's character, there yeah. were plenty of scenes where I was questioning, like, was that actually scripted or was it, you know, just their facial expressions and everything. It's just... This movie, this 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 movie was definitely uh, a gem. Yeah. And, and when we watch, like at the end of the movie, they had outtakes from mm-hmm. it, and maybe maybe that was just stuff they had recorded and cut from the movie. But it could also be like like you said, it was unscripted, and th- this was some of the stuff they had come yeah. up with during the filming of it, but just hadn't used it in the movie. Yeah, which honestly, some of the stuff they had in there, I thought was pretty funny, and I wish. Kind of that they would have put it into the movie because it would have really added to the humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I the, the 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 end credits when they were the, like the what was it that was really great when he was talking about when he was using the the accent the was it like an Asian and yeah, some kind yeah. of Asian accent which you don't see much anymore. You know, there seems to be some backlash with uh, cultural yeah. appropriation or whatever. You, I don't know if that's what that's called when you use a Asian accent and you're not Asian. It it was freaking hilarious. It was yeah. great. And if they would have put that in the movie, it would have enhanced that scene for sure. I, I would say the one, so the one beef that I have with this movie was that I thought the cast was awesome in it. Oh, yeah. And, That's your beef. But, <laughs> but, there's a but to it. Oh, yeah. There's a but, but to, to this? But. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> ironic, huh? Yeah. 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 But no, the, the, the beef I had with it is I didn't really feel like any of the characters in the movie really lit up the screen. All of their performances were, eh, eh, you know, like mm-hmm. they were just kind of there. Like, 
this was by no means like the best Ken Marino you ever seen. Patrick yeah. Warburton is hilarious. Stephen Root is hilarious. Yeah, and their all of their performance were were just kind of there. Yeah, they didn't do mm-hmm. bad. They didn't do good. I think honestly, like going back to what Gavin was saying about how he wonders how much of it was scripted and how much of it wasn't. I think what elevated this movie was the cast. Mm. I think that like you know their what they added to it. You know, like if you watch other comedies, like this is obviously veering outside of horror, but there's a lot of comedies that are kind of similar to this that are just that have no horror aspect to it. Will Ferrell movies like Step Brothers and shit like that, where you can tell they're just playing off of each other and just like going with it. And then what works works and mm. they keep it. I felt like that had had a, this had a very similar type of thing going on and it works really good. And, but you're right. There was nothing, there, there wasn't a performance that, like, there wasn't a scene stealer in this movie. There wasn't anybody that took it and just, like, there's, like, in Step Brothers, like, obviously, like, that movie is, like, one of the best of all time, subjectively. (laughs) Like, I mean, some people might not think so, but those performances were great. And, Mm. I mean, like, I think in this one, they were probably working with a script. And did the best they could. You know, I don't know how much of it was scripted and what wasn't. But I feel like they they did the best that you could do with the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I I mean, obviously there had to be some kind of a script. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the, the plot was very clearly laid out. But yeah, like all these people, all these actors who we know, none of these are like leading men right actors these are all character actors who normally show up for five or ten minutes yeah so to make them all in the same movie mm-hmm. like it's it i agree i think that it enhances i agree with you jason it, it enhances the movie but then also i can see where eric's going like you're not going to get that standout performance because there isn't there isn't that one guy and right. in this case it should have been ken marino but ken marino really isn't even like the funniest guy in the movie no. uh-huh. you know but it works having all these people who you know from all these great comedies together mm-hmm. in one place so yeah um yeah not necessarily makes a better horror movie but it makes a great comedy yeah yeah and there was like going back to the gore thing it, there was one really great scene where he bites the guy's dick off yeah that was pretty good <laughs> yeah, that was a dream though i think right or was that real? No, that was real. That was real. It was the scene where he like the guy gets his head buried in his ass. Yeah, it's yep. like a dream. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was apparently a dream. Yeah, yeah. the The dick scene was great, and I love when they do that in movies. Like Zombievers has a scene like that where he like the monster bites a dick off, <laughs> and I think there was another one. I think we reviewed something on this podcast that had a scene similar to that with a dick, where there's a dick getting bit off, but I can't remember what. I'm so fucking jaded. (laughs) Like, I've seen so many fucked up shit. I've seen so many dicks get bit off. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just uh, just surprised I even noticed the dick this time. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. true. (laughs) And what did you guys think of Milo? Like, if you had, if if you knew Milo, like, if Milo was living in your ass, would you think he was cute? No. No. No, I mean, obviously, this creature's coming out and killing people. That that takes away from whatever so cute adorable. Fear. But he was, he was when it when like when at the end of the movie when Ken Marino snuggles up with yeah. him on the couch or whatever, it's like it's like oh he's such a cute little guy. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, he is. He little yeah. noises he makes and stuff. 
I like the fact that he his skin and everything is is looks like the inside of an asshole kind yeah. of. Yeah, he's got that like kind of shimmer, like the like that asshole uh, <laughs> membrane. That, you uh, know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the humorous part about it is we're talking about this character talking about how cute of it it is and 90 percent of this movie that character is walking around covered in blood because i mean at any yep. point when you see him he has either probably just killed somebody or is going to yeah. about to kill somebody. Yeah. For so, some reason, he doesn't change his fucking clothes either. He's got shit all over him and he's I, laying in bed. <laughs> and you're like, dude, just fucking take a shower, man. Like your wife. Come on. <laughs> and and I, I also love how, like you said, they put him into the bathroom as his office, right? And yeah. then in the first person that's killed is his coworker that shares the office with him. Yeah. So they, they, he comes into work and they show the cleaning crew in there trying to clean all the blood up off of because the whole thing is just covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And then they show him working later in the building and you look and you can still see the smears of blood <laughs> on the wall because the crew did such a bad job of cleaning it up. Right. I want to give a, a shout out to the people who made and, uh, and did the puppeteering on my, I don't know who they are, so I'm sorry. I, I thought really well made um really i even like he didn't have like a lot of emotions just like the little bit that they did with the eyes and stuff that worked for me uh-huh. and he and he can switch from cute to angry i thought that was really effective and i give them a lot of credit because of how unique it is how unique milo is because i'm like it's so hard to create a creature yeah that doesn't look like anything else that's true and like the closest thing it reminded me of is kind of like the basket case yep but even there like it wasn't like they were ripping it off or anything well that's i i really think they put thought into what would a creature that lives inside someone's asshole look like and that's why i you know like like he's he shimmers like he's he's got like uh he looks wet Mm-hmm. And he looks like like uh, his skin looks like the membrane from inside of an ass. Yeah, you know. And I I think they did that on purpose, you know. And I think it made it unique. You know, I think he looks yeah. unique. Yeah, I just, I just want to give them credit because with how many hundreds, if not thousands, Absolutely. of monsters out there, it's really hard to not just copy somebody. Yeah, even so. Stranger Things falls into that trap. I mean, I don't know if you watch Stranger Things. I've caught. I haven't seen the latest season yet. Yeah, but. Well, in the later seasons, there's a, a character I can't remember. He's the main bad guy Ooh, monster. Vecna? Vecna. And he looks just like the Wishmaster. Aww. Yeah, he looks like, if you've ever seen Wishmaster, he looks just yeah, like that. Just like the Wishmaster. Yeah, it, like it, it does, does not. Wishes? It doesn't. It doesn't look unique at all. And it's like, God, you know, like for a, a show that, that's blown up like this, you'd think they'd have a little bit more creativity when it came to the monsters, but not really. And I like how they did, it seemed like when they designed the character, the monster, that they did a very good job of balancing between making it creepy as hell, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they could change it up a little bit, and then it suddenly became this cute little adoring yeah. thing. You know, yeah. they did a very, very good job of that. And you might not take it from the movie when you watch it, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a very hard thing to do, yeah. you know? Well, there's another, uh, a really similar project that was that's very similar to this is uh there's an episode of creep show um called the finger 
And it's all about this creature that uh, this guy finds a finger. In his butt? No. <laughs> he finds it on the side of the road. And oh. he puts it, he puts it, he just like sit it, sets it next to his computer and he accidentally dumps some water on it or something. And the water like brings it to life and it starts, it like grows and it turns into this creature thing that like goes out and kills people that do him wrong or that piss him off. I mean, it, it's one of those things where, like, you don't know is it is it is it actually a real creature or is this in his head type of thing. But he names it Bob, <laughs> and it's like it's like again, it's one of those like like super like like it can tear you apart. But then sometimes it's really cute, and you just want to. It was very similar, very similar type of thing. Yeah, and like when I looked at this creature, I felt like first of all, for anybody that hasn't seen this movie, this is not it. There. They had a good budget for this movie, so yeah. this creature is very convincing. But it really had a, like a lot of feelings to me, to, similar to like a Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. what they did differently from Gremlins to this was that Gremlins to have the cute creature, they had the cute creature turn into the evil creature. Yeah. Whereas this one, they somehow figured out how to do it, where that creature didn't turn, change anything. It just. It just basically opened his mouth and showed the gnarly fangs yeah. with the blood dripping yeah. off of it, and you're just like, "Ooh, yeah." But other than yeah. that, when you see saw it normally, it just it because it had the big endearing eyes that mm-hmm. are just adorable. And the guy literally so. felt bad when he's chopping yeah. his arms off. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh man, I really fucked you up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, like I felt bad. I'm like, "No, it's it's little Milo. Don't do that to him." He's, he's yeah. You know. I'm glad you mentioned Gremlins because yeah, that. Had, that was something that had kind of like occurred to me. Like it, it has, it's not a lot like in common with gremlins. Like it's clearly yeah. like they're not ripping that off either, but definitely like the, the noises it makes yes. were, are kind of like gizmo noises. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you make something cute. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have the cute little squeaks and stuff. Yeah. I would have a hard time. Like if, if this, if that were to happen to me, I would have a very hard time killing milo yeah <laughs> really yeah oh yeah because he all you'd have to do is look at me with those eyes and yeah that, that and that's and the power little of that. noises that he makes and stuff i'd be like come on up here buddy we're <laughs> gonna watch some episodes of it's always yeah. sunny together well what do you think what do you think happens when you kill milo well we saw that because remember they he kills the milo kills his dad's gremlin yeah. thing that's living in him and I was wondering that because at the end of the movie, you see him feeding his dad. Right. So what, like, what happened? Like, well, yeah, like, so earlier, Peter Stormare, the psychiatrist or hypnotist, whatever he is, he he said, I don't even know how he would know this, but he says, like, if you kill it, it's like giving yourself a lobotomy. Yeah. It's part of you. Okay. And I didn't take that literally when he said it. Yeah. But then later on, yeah, the dad That's, looks like he's just kind of there, but not there at yeah, all. Yeah. Huh. And so I wonder, like, if if that's actually what happens if you kill it, like, if you're just brain dead. That that seems to be that seems to make sense, in, like with what happened at the end with his dad. I would say that's probably accurate. Yeah. And and they it, they showed it very clearly that that. Ken Marino in the creature were linked in some way because when he was chopping off the creature's yeah. hands and stuff like that, he would chop off a hand and then he would stop and be yeah. hurt yeah. because mm-hmm. he could feel the pain but the creature was quick. feeling. But he recovered, yeah. 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 And then, so what, so does, is Milo still alive in his ass? Yeah. Yeah. Without arms? 
and legs. I wasn't really clear about that. I yeah. Don't know. I don't yeah, know they, they didn't really do like yeah. like by cutting his arms and legs off, like did he just go in there and just live there now because he was pretty much useless of coming out? He just really couldn't come out or whatever. Yeah. I think that's kind of what they were suggesting. But I do think that in the end, that was kind of a weaker part of the movie yeah, where they doesn't... didn't they didn't answer that very well. No. You know, overall, though, I mean, I'm not going to say that this was a great movie, but I will say that this movie was only a few steps away from, from being, being great. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, had they been able to get one of those characters to just put it in a performance of a lifetime, mm-hmm. this movie probably would have been fantastic. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I agree. Oh, I, I got to have another, another thing that I really liked. Yeah? Yeah. I've, I'm not going to have anything that I don't like. I'm not going <laughs> to... I have nothing really bad I want to say about this movie. But um, another thing that I really liked. Once, again, Peter Stormare... The Peter Stormare stuff works for me. Yeah. Um, when he, you know, when he realizes kind of what's going on, and then he goes to the shelf and he pulls out the book, he's got like the ancient yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> with the butt demon. Well, so I liked that, but more specifically, like I like that because that is like a long running horror trope. Absolutely. Where they're like, oh, what is this monster? Yeah. Let's go to the library <laughs> and look up old ancient dusty books and then they always find the creature <laughs> yep yep um and he just you know he just happened to have it on his shelf he's like oh yeah i know about it. like yeah something that you've never heard of they're like of course we have something with that in it yep and now that you say that that brings up an interesting point in a way was that scene right there was that making fun of horror movies i don't think it was making fun of it but i i have to guess that it's self-aware. That they were, yeah, they were, yeah, they were aware that like this is a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I honestly like, like I'm with you on it, Eric. Like, just a few minor touches Touch, to this movie yeah. would have elevated this movie where you're not going to find it on Tubi and you're not going to find it on. It's going to be on HBO Max. Whoa! Like, I really think, but I, not I will on Tubi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, not. It's not worth watching. Well, you if said it's, it's not on, on Tubi. Well, you said it like that. It's on everything. Every it, streaming. It, yeah, it is on. So every this isn't one of those movies server. where it's like, ex, like, like everyone's vying to try to get like. Yeah, nobody exclusive w- rights to stream it. Nobody right? wants it, but everybody has it because that mm-hmm. that particular bundle is so cheap that you might yeah. as well. It's not the chip. herpes of movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody wants it, but everybody has it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Gavin, earlier when you were saying that uh, you wanted to, you were you were talking about the puppeteers. Yeah, and you were like, I don't know why, but my first, like, I really thought that you were about to say that it was the sock puppets. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Why is he doing this? No, but I always like to give credit to, you know, the oh yeah the special effects and the makeup people mm-hmm. because they're the people that really make the, the horror part of a movie work. Absolutely. Um, so I'm sorry. I don't know who they were in this movie. You know, that's the difference. Like, if, the, if as great as everybody was, as funny as everybody was, if Milo didn't work, the movie mm-hmm. wouldn't work. True. Yeah, totally. Absolutely, yeah. And he, I mean, he had to have that. He had to be scary, but mm-hmm. he also had to be kind of cute in order to pull off some of the other scenes. They had to strike a balance there, and you know, I think they did a really good job with some of the sound effects of like when he's making little yeah. noises and shit. Mm-hmm. I think they did a good job. And I and I think if you're gonna say one thing that they 
really nailed in this movie, it was Milo. Mm. Milo was pretty mm-hmm. much, I mean, like, can any of you say something that would be like, I would change that about Milo? No. Mm-mm. I thought they mm-hmm. did Milo pretty much exactly the way, the way they needed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I thought I thought it was perfect. It was, I assume that part of it was computer animated because, you know, when you see him full body, obviously, yeah. you have to do something there. But it was it was convincing enough where like it looked like a real thing mm-hmm. as opposed to the, this is complaint I'm going to have like every time, you know, is like if, when you got bad CGI, you immediately see it and it ruins the movie. Yeah. They didn't do that here. And I think it's to their credit that even though it's obviously a puppet, yeah. I'd rather obviously see a puppet than obviously see a cartoon. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you on that one. So we, should we do some ratings on this? Yeah, because yeah. I'm curious where everybody's going to end up on this one. I am also a little curious. All right, well, who wants to go first? I'll go what, first. One of you yeah. two goes first. first. Okay. All right, I'm going to give this one a 7.8. Oh, okay. And honestly, like, I want to give it more. I think Eric talked me down a little bit. But I think you're right that it could have been better. Mm-hmm. Could have been a little bit better um, if if one of those performances or if the script was maybe just a little bit stronger. And I, big part of me wonders is that because of who's in this movie, mm-hmm. I think the biggest factor is probably the script. Yeah, I would. Think. I think so too. Because because I I mean I've seen a lot of these characters over and over again mm-hmm. just come out with amazing yep. amazing performances. Yep. And it, it wasn't there in this movie, and I, I, I can't, I just can't accept that it's because of the actors. No, because they to... did a really good job. The yeah. actors, like some of the off, the cuff shit that they that they pulled off during this in this in their performances were great. You know, like oh, yeah, they're just the way that they handled it. Like you, you... I, I will say something bad about the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on this point, Stephen Root. This is not a knock against Stephen Root. But definitely, yeah. This is what you're saying here. They did not use him Properly, to the fullest. Yeah. At Which all. one is Stephen Root? He was the dad. Oh, okay. Like his character was completely. Yeah, it didn't matter. Anybody could have done that. Absolutely, they didn't use him. him. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and I'll go as far as to say so. In my experience with Ken Marino, Ken Marino plays like kind of a weird eccentric character very well. In his character in this show, other than the fact that obviously he had something living in his ass, mm-hmm. he his character wasn't weird and eccentric. He no. was just a guy, and that's yeah. like yeah. you're losing a lot of the power of Steve, of Ken Marino yeah. by doing that. That's true. I mean, you kind of have to make the main character not be the funny person, but then maybe Ken Marino isn't the right guy to be yeah. that role. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, he definitely elevated it mm-hmm. but he did a very good job with what, what he, he had, had with, but yeah. it he in theory he probably this wasn't the character he was going to excel at in right my opinion. yeah and and same with steven root and patrick warburton i mean like you said the dancing scene was pretty humorous and that mm-hmm. was very a patrick warburton type thing to do yeah but I think they could have done a lot more of that mm-hmm. than they did yeah. with I, him. I, I was fine with Patrick yeah. Warburton. I yeah. thought I thought that he he did very good, and I don't know that anybody could have done as good as he did. And he didn't have to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like he 
I thought he did very well. So I don't have an issue with the Patrick Warburton role. I don't have see, and I don't have a in a problem with really any of the characters. I just think they could have done more with. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I agree. But that's why I'm giving it a seven point eight because I think it could have been a little bit better. Honestly, like I think it's well worth a watch. You know, I think yeah. this movie's well worth watching. I think this is um, this was a very good movie. I think it's up there with Butt Boy. I think you know, it's like I said, it's it's hard to compare the two because the only thing they have in common is like butt the bullshit. Butt. <laughs> yeah. Many people have said it's a lot like Butt Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where are you at with this, Gavin? Yeah. Okay, so I I am not as high as Jason, um, and I don't remember what I gave Butt Boy. I want to say. I still think Butt Boy has the edge for me. I still like Butt Boy more. Mm-hmm. But this movie has a firm seven for me, which well, is which in my world is good. Seven is still really is good. Is it because of the concept of what of Butt Boy was like? It's very unique the way they they played it out. Everything about Butt Boy I loved. Yeah. I mean, despite the fact that I would be willing to bet that Butt Boy had a lower budget than Bad Milo. Yeah. I felt that they made it look great everything about it the production value looked fantastic um i love the concept i love that they took it and even though it's the most ridiculous idea i was never like no this is dumb i was like i was fully on board with them that movie hit harder for me which is not to knock bad milo because they're two very different movies um but bad milo i think it's i think it's great and i will say like I, I don't you didn't mention this so I don't know if you looked the online rating like is not good for Bad Milo for Bad Milo really yeah I didn't even look yeah like a seven is much higher than the average rating and seven point eight is much much higher Holy than the shit. average rating so no. I am seven for me is is a firmly good movie I very rarely go above an eight okay so, no I I think it's fantastic definitely there's some things that could be improved but overall I think they they did what they wanted to do and they did it well so what is your rating seven 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 so seven seven point okay. eight and a seven okay. are you are you guys ready for this yeah because you've been waiting for this for a long time oh yeah yeah I'm giving this movie a six point five Ooh. And Whoa. I want to say that this, in my eyes, this movie is like an extremely strong 6.5 because I think maybe two, two, three minor changes to this movie and it could be up in like the eight, nine level. Yeah. I will say that I do think for me, this was the best movie we've watched. I would agree. Far. I would agree with that. Well, so I think. You know, like if I'm look, if I'm stuck on a desert island and I can only have pick one movie about an asshole, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go with Butt but, Boy. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with Butt Boy only because the premise of the movie was so unique and it was so like like the whole playing it straight like a like as a detective murder mystery type thing. That to me, it's never really been done. You know, and I think Bad Milo is just kind of another. It's just another comedy. Yeah. Like, it's another comedy with uh, it that just happens to delve into a little bit of horror. And it similar kind of concept as Butt Boy. Butt Boy is by far, in my opinion, more unique. And they didn't have as much to work with either. I mean, yeah. when you, if you can afford Ken Marino and all these, other, you know, Peter mm-hmm. Stormare and all these people, you got the budget. You got, you know, I think that a lot of hard work went into Butt Boy. And I and it and it shows, and I think you know I have to 
I have to give that a little bit more props. Yeah, and you know? and I will I will also say that by far I would say that from the perspective of looking at what they had to work with and what they created, yeah. Butt Boy was superior. Yep. Because the, this movie had so much more to work with, mm-hmm. so probably so many more resources. I feel like this came out better on top. Yeah. I also want to talk about, so you talked about how the IMDb rating was really bad. Mm -hmm. I really feel like this movie was playing a really weird angle where it was, it chose to be very comedy with a little bit of horror. Mm -hmm. And what happened was I think a lot of the horror people would probably come in and give this movie a pretty good review. But when you suck in all these other comedy people, they're going to be completely turned off by the horror aspect of yeah. the movie. And that's probably what that's, drives down so the That's rating. the general consensus on the low ratings was that as far as a comedy horror movie goes, if that's what you want to call this, comedy horror, horror comedy, they generally, the negative ratings were like, it didn't have enough horror. Right. Or it didn't have enough comedy. Yeah. It, 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 it didn't perfectly capture the blend and i personally don't have an issue with it i thought it did fine yeah but but definitely like if i'm thinking of great horror comedies like it's not going to be top of the list for me either so right so yeah. I, I i get it i get why it's not and you it's can not going to go down as a modern classic but mm-hmm. it, but i think it you know it's fun yeah and and you would have to agree that from the side of if you take a person that's pure comedy, yep. they're going to be extremely turned off by the, yep. the blood and, yeah. and and all that stuff. So then you're and it's also not getting a laugh bad. Out loud it's not Step Brothers. I mean, it's right. Yeah, so, yeah. And I and I think they run into that problem a lot when they don't fit into a genre. It mm-hmm. just it it doesn't find its audience. Right. And I think that this movie was a huge victim of that mm-hmm. exactly because they were playing two sides. Yep. too much you yep. know like they needed to to pick one of those sides and focus on that side instead of trying to bring in people from both sides right yeah i totally agree i think that pretty much will wrap up this this movie yeah Do um gavin know? is he's he, it's his choice next. Is it my choice next? I think so, yeah. Well, so what i want to do i'm i'm going to move off the butt theme sorry um <laughs> The movie I want to show next is a movie called Detention. Okay. Oh, I may have seen that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's fairly new. Like the last 10 years, yeah. I would say. It's horror. It's comedy. It's science fiction. It's Thanks. it's an indescribable movie with... It's got slasher elements. It's got time travel elements. Ooh. It is a... This sounds crazy. It is a very weird movie. So now, now, when we were watching the movie, we were discussing about how you want to take it off and do some of the quote-unquote hidden gems. Yeah. In your eyes, is this one of those hidden gems? Yeah, or? this this movie was shown to me, I think, last year, in the last year or two. And immediately, like, as soon as I was done, I went on Amazon and ordered a copy. Like, really? Yeah, immediately. I was like, I was like, how did this fly under the radar? This movie is amazing. Um, yeah, it, it immediately was like... A highlight there's there's a couple of movies like that that are um another movie that is you can't even really get on disc it's hard to, to get that i that i love is a movie called disco pat hmm. and and 
And it's this guy who every time he hears disco music starts killing people. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's fantastic, but it's really hard to find. Like it, it didn't, it didn't get the release that it should have. Is it is it streaming? Yeah, well, you should check. It, check it's and probably see. somewhere. Yeah, disco we'll, path. Huh? We'll yeah. have to look it up. Right. I'll after warn you, this it podcast. is Canadian. Okay. <laughs> but, so like their heads are floppy. Yeah, and you know, beady little eyes. So if or, you if you if you have a hard time sitting through Canadian movies, does he kill people with a hockey stick or what? I don't believe so. Oh, he should. No, it's just really happy people, man. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he says excuse me before he kills them. Yeah. So that that one maybe will show up sooner or later. But detention is is my pick because awesome that movie and you got to pay attention to it. Like this is you can't like half ass watch it. Okay. Because it's otherwise you're going to be so confused. Oh, I'm I'm excited about this one. <laughs> All right. Well, you got it. In two weeks, we'll be back with the de- detention, and we thank everybody for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Yay. Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Join us in two weeks for another exciting movie review.